I'm Damien, and I'm going to change that intro. <laughs> I'm Kira, and thank you for changing it. <laughs> and welcome to Bubble Bath. Bubble Bath. With Bath. The intro is too long, and I hate it, and I wish yeah. I never found it. Like, if it was cut in half, maybe, but I don't know. And like I told you, it just reminds me of the Twilight Zone. I feel like we're just going into another dimension every time. Maybe we are, with your dog from yesterday. Oh, definitely, my little alien dog. <laughs> who's actually sitting right here next to me right now sound asleep (laughs) so you're going to another dimension during this podcast (laughs) definitely all right why don't you give the intro for who is here today because i'm I'm, i've never done it and it's not going to be good if i start now (laughs) all right well today we have author in the author she wrote oh we didn't do we didn't ask for pronouns again oh yeah sorry well, when I finish introducing you, just tell tell me if I've blown this or not. I'm horribly sorry if I did. Oh, no, it's all good. <laughs> You're not allowed to talk. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm just ruining the day. You are. <laughs> yeah, this is, I, I just like to pretend to care about rules or anything. Anyway, <laughs> Caitlin Marceau. Hi. <laughs> oh, man, I need I, a For the first button. time. <laughs> we need a cheer button. Oh, yeah, we need a cheer button. That'd be a good one. Like an applause or like an audience. Yeah. I'll have to look for that. Like, maybe like an air horn and then the crowd starts cheering. It'd be <laughs> cool if... What? Hmm? What was that? Oh, I think my notebook. Sorry. Oh, jeez. <laughs> get, get rid of the metal straw. Now we got a notebook. I have a plastic straw today. <laughs> oh. You like how I act like I like it matters, like even in the slightest <laughs> little bit. So anyway, how are you? How are you, Caitlin? I'm good. I'm fine. How, how are you both? Flustered. <laughs> yeah. Frustrated with my poor planning skills. <laughs> I'm especially nervous because you're talking about like metal straws and notebooks and I'm sitting on my desk, like next to my desk and I have like Every book in the world, a metal candle holder, an open water bottle, and of course, a thing of chips. So I'm just like <laughs> on guard now. Oh, it <laughs> no, doesn't go matter. For it. I, I'm always like flinging around my cup and my metal. Like I use like those like um like those traveling cups, like you know that keep your drink either cold or hot. So it's yeah. metal inside, and then I have a metal straw. So it's like every time we record, you just hear it clinging all around, and I'm like, sorry, guys. <laughs> and, and I'm always just so confused. Like I'm like, what is that? Every time. <laughs> I can't figure it out. Ghost of Turtle saved. That's, that's what that's what it is. Yeah. Right, that's, each cling is one turtle being saved. <laughs> Every time. I love a rat gets its coral, you know. <laughs> a piece I of watched, trash is removed from the ocean. <laughs> I, watched, I watched Samantha B. And, the, and she had an episode where she was talking about how um, the reusable bags are actually not the best. And I just sat there like in scandal the whole time, like, they manually kill turtles to make the reusable bags. It's it's the best kept secret of the industry. <laughs> they're, just, they're literally just turtle shell. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> was it was it on an episode that we recorded where I was like shocked to find out that like a turtle shell is connected to the turtle itself. Like it's its skeleton. I think so. Yeah. It's like fused with its spine or something. Like you you damage one, you damage both. 
Yeah, I, I like when I saw the picture of it, like in its like skeletal form, I was like, what? Like here I was thinking you could like remove it. Like it would oh, just no. walk out of it. <laughs> no, oh, <they> no. <laughs> like a snail. <laughs> They're, okay, so this is like a very random thing. But not only do they have like, like they're fused together, but some turtles have like soft shells. So they are really playing like life on difficult mode, like those turtles. Like they're slow moving with like a paper bag for a shell and they stress me out as like an oh. entire species. How does it defend itself? I don't know. I It, it just doesn't. <laughs> How do any of us defend ourselves? <laughs> I mean, like it can't even grab a knife or anything and like try. I mean, it could try. One of my favorite videos is that TikTok of the turtle that's in like the alligator's mouth and it's biting on its shell and the turtle's just like, I'm okay. And it drops it and it just runs away at like 0. 0.02 miles an hour. Like it just, it's oh. just like, he doesn't even care. Like, yeah, I mean, I guess like, yeah, like a tur- I guess maybe that's how turtles have survived for so long is that. They really are like pointless to try to kill because of their shell. But I'm like now really concerned for <laughs> the soft shell one. <laughs> <laughs> There's like, okay, so like Netflix has a version of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles called Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And like, I will die on this hill as that like, this is the best version of the turtles. Like, I don't, I don't care who wants to fight me on that. <laughs> but like, one of the most stressful elements is that like Donatello is a soft shell turtle. And anytime he gets into any fight, I'm like sweating profusely for this cartoon turtle. Of course it's Donatello. (laughs) He has to be. (laughs) Isn't he the one with the stick? (laughs) Yeah, he's the one with the stick. (laughs) I'm I'm, I literally like, I'm looking it up now. Is that why he has a stick? <laughs> because he needs no, to defend no, he just has like a bow staff. But like, and he's like the one that has like all like the technology and, and stuff. My partner's really into TMNT, and this is the only reason I know this. <laughs> and then like becoming obsessed with the cartoon. <laughs> oh, like, wait, hold on. I'm invested yeah. now. <laughs> like, you got a soft shell. Like, <laughs> Raphael's a giant. I feel like when we say soft shell and hard shell, we're talking or hard shell, hard shell. Sorry, we're talking about tacos. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh, I just had the biggest like for dinner today. I I just like cooked like a pound of hamburger and poured it over Cool Ranch Doritos and just melted a bunch of cheese on it in the oven. And I am feeling the after effects like of heartburn and just I eat too much stuff. Interesting. I've never tried that like with like a flavored chip. It's so good. I'm going to try that. <laughs> I hate admitting it, but I, I don't like ranch. But anything other than ranch sounds good, honestly. You know, I don't like ranch, but I like the ranch Doritos. I find they taste too ranchy. Really? Like, on the range kind of ranch. Like, I don't know. It just feels like just a lot of ranch. On the range kind of ranch. <laughs> <laughs> too much ranch. Round and I'm the, the opposite. Cattle. Like, I love ranch. Like, I eat too much ranch on my pizza. Like, on way pizza. too much. Yeah. I've even gotten pizza with a ranch sauce before, and it worked. I dipped it in more ranch. <laughs> I'm sorry, just just to be clear, we're mad about pineapples, but ranch has free reign over pizza. That's a thing. <laughs> I'm, what I'm the hell? There. I'm good with pineapple, but if ranch is on my pizza, I'm no. It's good. Yeah, like I. Oh Jesus Christ! Why is Raphael so buff? He's wonderful in the show. He's like an alligator turtle. 
Like, yeah. I think it's alligator snapping turtle is what he is. And then I think it's Michelangelo who's like a box turtle, I want to say. He's real tiny. He was always my favorite when I when I liked Ninja Turtles. Yeah. I like Raph. <laughs> and I mean, in general, I like Raph, but like in this show, he's just especially adorable. Raph was the angry Raph. one. But not in this. And honestly, like this is the best iteration of the turtles. And I, I will die on this hill, I think. But like they're just all so majestic in the show, and like none of them are mean, and they're all just like I don't know, like <laughs> sweet turtle cartoons. <laughs> I'm gonna watch it. Absolutely gonna watch it. Totally worth it. It sounds cute. I'm like I, I've never really watched Ninja Turtles. Like my brother did growing up, so like I know about it through him. But now I'm over here, like I I need to know about these these hard shell, soft shell turtles. <laughs> like, I, need to, I need to see them fighting action. <laughs> But that's literally it. Like, I had no vested interest in the turtles until, like, I met my partner. And then I was like, I guess teaching more about the turtles. Like, you know, you're into them. Let me learn, you know, learn more. And I discovered Donatello is a goddamn soft sh- like shell turtle in this show. And I'm, like, suddenly so emotionally invested in their well-being. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I would probably, I- like, zero to 100 on this one. <laughs> I'm over here googling soft shell turtle. <laughs> they look ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. Oh, like you could squish it. Like, oh I'm doing the yeah, like how do they protect themselves? They're just like big old squishy lumps. <laughs> yeah, they're oh, really cute though. It's bumming me and out. And squishy lump is a ninja, so like you know the stress. <laughs> Yeah, like he can't just like turn around and have somebody hit his shell. He'll die. Why are her noses like that? I, yeah, they do I'm not a turtle noses. expert. I don't know. I'm not a turtle expert. Well, you know more than we do. <laughs> for some for some reason, didn't think I was going to be like the turtle guy. <laughs> oh, this one looks like insane. It just looks like it's wearing a blanket. It's wearing a blanket. That one looks like a pancake. <laughs> yeah, there were some flat ones in there. Yeah, they're surprisingly flat. Oh, albino softshell turtle. Those kind of look like dinosaurs, though. Falling down a turtle rabbit hole now. <laughs> yeah, this, isn't, this isn't good. <laughs> All right, well then, let's turn it around and let's start asking some questions because you got quite a bit. So I'm excited yeah. to hear your answers to these. Might have been more than anybody's got, I think. Um, yeah, right up there, I think. If you count, unless you count the six questions Brian asked. Oh as God, yeah. Tolly is one. <laughs> anyway, here so, we are. Uh, Creature Kids books asked. Road trip. You get three albums to listen to. What albums? Oh, jeez. I feel like the weirdest person because I don't listen to like full albums. <laughs> so like, I'm like, I don't know which album do I do I not hate. Um. Oh my god. Okay, I'm gonna find the exact album. Uh, there's a band called Twerp, and they are amazing. And I'm trying to find their newest album. Uh, goodness. Okay, I would say. Yeah, twerp, uh, new and improved, or over the top. Either of those would be fantastic. Um, oh man, Florence and the Machine, uh, specifically, what is this album called? 
again, I never look at the name of albums. <laughs> I'm like, Same. The worst. <laughs> um, oh my God, where are you? Like slow loading. How big, how blue, how beautiful. The deluxe edition, according to Spotify. <laughs> That's the one I listen to. <laughs> and um, I don't know. I feel like this is like every every person's answer, but like I like Fleetwood Mac as well. So probably Rumors, if if that is the correct name of the album I'm thinking of. I have no idea. Really those are good answers. Like I was thinking, when I saw this question, I was thinking about it and I'm the same way. Like I don't really ever listen to an album like front to back. There's just a few songs I like from each. And I was yeah. trying to narrow down my answer and I was struggling. Like I was like, well, I like this band, but I like albums. They have like songs from three different albums. So how do I like, I was like, can I make a playlist? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> yeah, like three albums is tough. That is I couldn't tough. even think of like, I couldn't even think of just three bands for me. Like I couldn't even like, I just couldn't do it. Yeah, I couldn't. I, if I had to narrow it down, like it would be like a playlist because I couldn't do albums. But if I had to, I guess it would be definitely like fallout boy, like early, like 2002. Um, oh yeah. Would, they're good. Yeah. It would be Kings of Leon, like early, like 2000, I guess maybe it was like 2010, 2011. Um, and then I was struggling with a third. I was like, what would be my third? And I could not come up with one. I guess, yeah. Probably another I, Fall Out Boy album, honestly. <laughs> probably I'm going to go with like, their, their cousin band, Panic at the Disco, every emo kid's favorite. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a good one. I don't. I, I have no idea because I feel like I'm going to – I don't want to say because I feel like Danzig's going to get cut and then I'm going to get called out on it. So, <laughs> because I know, I know I'd have to have something – like. Number one would be the cramps, like, but I don't know which album. That would be hard to narrow it down. Probably a date with Elvis, but I don't know. That's a tough one. And then the B-52's Wild Planet. And then the next one would have to be either Blondie Eat to the Beat or Two by Danzig. And I can't I can't say that Blondie would beat Danzig because then people will get really upset with me. That would like not be your personality at all. Oh, like if I was like, like sorry, sorry, I like Blondie better than Danzig. <gasps> Scandal. <laughs> Report your account. <laughs> I'm going right now. Honestly, this is like the hardest question personally. Because like I, okay, so I am one of those <laughs> like absolute vapid assholes who listens to like a lot of techno and dance music. And then it'll be just like an album of like one song remixed. And it's like, do I want to listen to a full album of one song remixed? <laughs> That's the one album that you choose is one song over and over in different versions. Okay, but there literally is an album of like <laughs> of like Dead Mouse's song Escape that's been remixed like 40 times. And I like all 40 of them. And I will listen to that album. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> but I want to take anyone on a road trip and subject them to that album, though, is the actual question. So, How many people are going on this road trip is the question, because then maybe you could, like, figure that out. Like, Well, look, I can tell you whoever goes on that road trip with me and is forced to, like, hear the song Escape 40 times <laughs> isn't going on a second road trip with me. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. I just like I I don't I I still listen to just like the same music from like 
oh my god I'm so old 15 plus years ago <laughs> like I just I don't ever like I'll be I'll put on like Pandora or Spotify and like I said like Fallout Boy's album what does it take me to your grave or take this what is it take me take this I don't remember because it was that long ago um <laughs> and like I'm content I'm happy like I don't need anything else ever again <laughs> So I'll play that album on repeat, I guess. And then everyone in the car would absolutely, take this to your grave. Everyone in the car would just absolutely hate me so much. <laughs> they like you more than, than my albums. But, you, but, if you, but if you choose that and I'm on the road trip, then I can choose Danzig and nobody has to know. That's true. And I also like Danzig too, so it works out. Yeah, we, I could just say, well, I just did that so she had a choice. <laughs> I, just, I chose Blondie because I had to have Blondie on this road trip. Oh no, that still chooses it over Danzig, doesn't it? I'm in trouble. <laughs> we we don't know who you are anymore. Nope. <laughs> the gimmick has run its course. <laughs> right now, you have to start making new uh, new pictures with um, your books. You can no longer use Danzig. <laughs> now I have to use Debbie Harry because I chose Blondie over Danzig. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on to question number two. This is from Jelena on Instagram, and she said, what is music to you? Well, actually, that's a perfect segue. Oh, yeah, yeah, that is like a perfect, you know, partner question. Um, what is music to me? Oh, man, I guess it's a couple of things, but the main one for me is to just like de-stress and disassociate, I guess. <laughs> yes. Trauma yeah. afternoon, fuck it, music. <laughs> Especially stressed, fuck it, music. Mm-hmm. So like I I'm yeah like I said like I, I kind of put dance music on generally which is like the weirdest thing because it hypes people up but I'm just like how soothing just hearing oomp, 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 oomp. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I can really sleep to this <laughs> take a nice nap <laughs> so like yeah it's just like a way of de-stressing and I guess being the biggest asshole in horror. <laughs> 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 I don't know about that. <laughs> it has been a week. So. It has. It, has. <laughs> it was quite a week. You're going to have to get up pretty early in the morning to beat some people this week. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that saying means. I just seen it on the Andy Griffith show. <laughs> I was like 11 and it just stuck with me. It's so funny. <laughs> like, what does getting up early in the morning have to do with anything? <laughs> it just makes me more tired. <laughs> okay, let's see. Um, Sam asks, do you believe in the Loch Ness Monster? Do I believe in the Loch Ness? Oh, man, I haven't. Be careful. Okay. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, just did this, I don't want to say argument with my partner the other day. <laughs> But I just had this argument with my partner the other day involving, of all things, Bigfoot. <laughs> and, like, I don't know, maybe I'm stupid, but I'd like to believe they're out there. <laughs> I like, Thank you. I don't know, I feel like cryptids are, like, really fun. And real. The be- the most important part is the first four letters of that s- of what you said. Real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <They're> real. <laughs> I mean, like, look, I don't necessarily know. I mean, I feel like if Loch Ness was real, they probably would have found him because it's not like it's, you know, Ocean Ness. <laughs> it's like it's Loch Ness. So I feel like there's only so much room for it to hide. But, like, it's a really deep, like, lake, isn't it? Like, it's like a massive yeah. one. So 
I, you know, I'm going to say, it. yeah, sure. It's real. Why not? And there's some, okay. there's some like, there's like definitely some interesting stuff about like the dimensional travel. And like, there's even one theory. That Alan, yeah. Like he, like Nessie can travel through dimensions. That's a big Bigfoot theory too, is that they're dimensional travelers from another dimension just passing through. Huh. So creepy. I, lost her. I, ha- I had, I had my belief in Nessie and then I lost it just like that. I had to go one step too far. <laughs> but there's also there's also this really cool theory about Alistair Crawley that he's that he like made Nessie a thing somehow and I've not really looked into it too much because I'm just like that seems I don't know. I don't know what that seems like, but I don't want Nessie to be evil. Yeah. Well, I you know what I find funny though is that you're like giant lake monster or Bigfoot. I'm like, yeah, I can believe in those interdimensional like you add the interdimensional like lake monster and i'm like whoa 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 whoa, whoa. wait 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 right <laughs> hold up a second <laughs> you're telling me the giant lake monster travels dimensions no that's too that's that's one too far <laughs> that's what yeah. i get a lot that's i get that a lot and i just kind of i just don't talk <laughs> like, about it yeah i I'm, I'm the same way like i i think that's why like i have such an issue with like aliens and stuff it's like it starts getting like that where like i'm I'm more prone to believe in bigfoot because i'm like well he's already on the planet right like he's already here so he's just hiding somewhere the planet's really big there are things about it we don't know there are like caves we haven't explored and the whole ocean so i'm like i can understand that but yeah i when like the interdimensional stuff more than anything it freaks me out like maybe that's why I don't want to believe in it because I'm like if that's true then like I just I can't handle that like all these different versions of me one is enough we don't need more like I I, I don't want to know how she's doing I'm concerned <laughs> like man Earth is shitty enough why do we have to <laughs> come on guys I, I, <laughs> I Trump supporters in space like this is just one too many like, I'm tired <laughs> fuck me man. <laughs> Imagine you step into a dimension and that's all it is, is just nothing but red hats. Like Ugh. just a tidal wave of red hats. I would just jump into a black hole. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I, I'm good, man. I don't need aliens ominously carrying tiki torches. Like I'm out of here. Oh, <laughs> I am. Those tiki torches were amazing. That was like <laughs> they don't even realize like they they do these things and they just become a meme that we're all like, why are you carrying tiki torches? I just, I like I like thinking about them like in a garage somewhere like yeah we're gonna take tiki, tor- tiki torches and like this is gonna be so badass and I'm sitting at home like you look dumb. <laughs> so you know exactly what happened. They were sitting at home on their patio, drinking a Bud Light and complaining about the libs, and they were like, "Man, we should really go to this rally." And their wives were like. You can take one of the tiki torches from the porch. <laughs> I just keep thinking these people are like on the way to a luau and we're just like, you know what? <laughs> we have time for both. <laughs> like, might we as well. have time to go to a luau and be racist. <laughs> yeah. Or like or like the conscious choice to go into Lowe's and buy them. <laughs> like- <laughs> and they're in a group that are like, do you think this one will work? Oh, how long does this one last? <laughs> Who has a coupon? A lot of tiki torches. Kevin, where where, where are you? <laughs> Kevin didn't come today. He's the one who had the coupon on his phone. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Tell him to send the link. Yeah, can he Someone quick, make a Michael's account. Oh my God. Like just, 
it was just like um anyways anyway i can talk about that all day because i absolutely can't stand them <laughs> but i guess yeah. i'm kind of looping back yes i believe sort of in Loch Ness and and yeah that's yeah <laughs> that was the craziest <laughs> yes the craziest <laughs> off subject <laughs> from Loch Ness monster trump supporters i and feel so bad back. Messy now. <laughs> I know, right? She's tainted. <laughs> we have to say nice things now. <laughs> She's great at hide and seek. <laughs> She's great at hide and seek. Just, just for the record, this podcast does not think that Nessie is a Trump supporter. Not at all. I feel like I feel like it should have been a disclaimer enough to like be like, oh, we don't want to offend anybody. No, I want to no. offend you. It's okay. If you're, you're offended, if, if you're offended, you should be. Yeah. <laughs> That's where I stand. That's where Nessie stands. Yeah. You know, Nessie supports like body autonomy. Yeah. <laughs> Nessie is also very much anti-fracking. Nessie is an anti-fascist. <laughs> And Nessie she actually leads Antifa. We didn't want to say it out loud, but just in case anyone's curious. I've been trying to hide it from the Republicans and the right wingers. That's, that's why she's actually hiding, you guys. It's because yeah. she hates all of you. And her secret, the secret base is actually inside of an underwater cave. Oh, Can you imagine? Okay. 170 percent someone's like, there's oil in that cave. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry. Oh my God. <laughs> These conversations get so weird. I love it. <laughs> I just never know where it's gonna go ever. I'm surprised every episode. <laughs> Okay, let's see. Uh, Jamie Stewart asked, favorite Jurassic Park film that isn't Jurassic Park? Oh my god. I... Oh, I don't... I don't know. I didn't know there were Jurassic Park films that weren't Jurassic Park. Now I feel like I'm missing a whole subgenre of horror somewhere. No, there's just the five sequels. I think he just meant like one of the sequels. Oh, or does he I mean the first one? Isn't the first one called Jurassic Park? Yeah. Or are they like, all called that? Yeah, he just means like not the sequel or not oh. the first. Okay, then I guess. Oh man, I guess if I had to pick, um, probably, geez, probably the third because it's terrible, just awful, <laughs> absolute so garbage. It's so rough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, the third one definitely because like the second one is bad, but not like the worst it could be like it hasn't really like hit rock bottom so it's not good but it's not like fun bad it's just like oh okay like this is it's passable it's not the first one you know um which was like actually quite good and then it's not like the shit reboots in in my opinion oh, so like, no. i guess the third you're i can do i can do this list without even without the without the um disclaimer because the original is actually my second favorite my, is it really yeah my absolute favorite jurassic park movie is jurassic world fallen kingdom is that the new newest one the one before oh with like the mansion i yeah. know 
People don't like it, but I love I hate it. it so much. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. That's good, though. I've, I mean, you know. I've only seen one in theater, and I don't know. I don't even, I couldn't even tell you which one it was. I just know that Chris Pratt was in it, but isn't he in, like, all of the new ones? Yeah. It was at which, it was with, it was a couple of years ago. Like, this was, like, God, like, back in, like, I don't know, like, maybe, like, 2016, 17. So, whatever came out around that time. It was probably <laughs> Fallen Kingdom. Maybe. That's the only one I've ever seen. I didn't know what was going on. It was super loud. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> it was super loud. <laughs> I know, it was just... It was just I had nothing there. to do with the theater. It was just very loud. <laughs> it was just very loud. My AC gave me a horrible migraine. <laughs> I was waiting for the gunman to come in. I hated every second of it. <laughs> Get me out of here right now. Because <laughs> that's what we have to look forward to nowadays, folks. <laughs> well, even back then. It was awful. I was like, I don't want to be in here. <laughs> Ugh, yeah, there was a while there where I was just like, yeah, I'll just wait. That's still me. Like I always tell Maddie, I'm like, you're not going anywhere. Sorry. <laughs> I'm like, you were staying home. It's bad enough. I even have to send you to school half the time, all the time. But yeah, that's the only like Jurassic Park movie I ever saw. And like, I just know that Chris Pratt was in it, and then he went on to be a douchebag, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> speaking, speaking of red hats. <laughs> <laughs> but I keep hearing, or I have the first Jurassic book I. Uh, Jurassic Park book, actually. Um, but I've never read it, and I keep seeing good stuff about it, but I've never gotten around to actually opening it and reading it. It's a lot different than the movie. That's what I've heard. Not as many um, plot holes. Not as many like glaring like plot holes as the movie. Oh, we're losing you. Are you there? Me? Yeah, I thought I was going crazy. I was like, oh wait, no, can I not hear him anymore? <laughs> yeah, we lost now? you for a second, but you're back. Oh, that was, br- I got to do yeah. something about that. I keep, I keep cutting out every, like, I don't know, whatever. We'll figure it out. We don't know. What we're yeah, doing. You're, you're, you're fine now. I think it was just a second. Anyway, I was just setting up to make somebody mad about the plot, the plot holes in Jurassic Park. And then you lost me. So now I'm not going to have fun with that anymore. <laughs> oh, you know what? No, I also saw part of, I don't know which movie it is again, but it's when the little girl in the beginning goes to feed the little tiny dinos and they eat her. The second one. Is that the second one? Okay, I've, I've seen bits and pieces of that one, but not all of it. Yeah, that's The Lost World, I think. Actually, um, I don't I was think. Like, I'm sure. like, dang, that's ruthless. They ate her. <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> I was like around a... and found out. Rewind, play. <laughs> if I remember right, like I was obsessed with those movies. I guess yeah, I'm still I was, kind of. Like, I should probably like make the effort to actually watch them because they seem to be like super loved and like dinosaurs eating people. Sure, I'm here for that. <laughs> All so right, let's see. Huh? We need we need a dinosaur movie set at a Trump rally where dinosaurs just eat everybody. <laughs> Eating them off one by one. And, <laughs> campaign on Kickstarter. <laughs> like <laughs> Antifasaurus Rex. <laughs> and and this is Kevin. He bought the tiki torches. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> okay, let's see. 
All right. Jacob Stephen Moore asked, after humans, what's the next animal that should get the vote? Oh, can we take it away from us first? Like, I don't, I don't think I want to get <laughs> I don't trust making us horrible decisions. <laughs> I don't trust us. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, man, I don't. I, yeah, like, no, I, no one else. We, we should also not have it at this point in time. It's like we clearly have been like just fucking it up way too much. And like eagles shouldn't shouldn't be in power, keep being in power. Eagles, because so, like, that one eagle attacked Trump, so he knew something. <laughs> yeah. Hey, but if you want to get into like a weird conspiracy, don't they say like birds aren't real and they're robots? Have you heard that conspiracy? Yep. Oh my god. So like yep. we might be giving it to the wrong the wrong animal. <laughs> just, just so you know. Well, the one the one bird landed on Bernie's podium and was like, "Yeah, man, you're cool." And then the eagle attacked Trump. So I think I am totally giving it to birds. How like unpatriotic! <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I, I'm pretty okay giving votes to like crows and ravens. I feel like they they crows. know what's what. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Like, I love crows. I think they're so neat and. They're really kind if you're kind to them. Like if you bring them things over time, like they'll start leaving you little gifts. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. See, like, my partner hates crows, but admittedly we watched a crow just like wreck a pigeon. So like I get it. <laughs> kind of. It was just like the most awful series of events that my partner had to watch. <laughs> like just like play out in slow motion. <laughs> like it was like the dead of winter. He's like outside doing something. He's like throwing the garbage out or something. So he's got like his big parka on. And then this like, just, I don't know, this pigeon was being harangued by a crow and then flew in front of a car. And then the poor bird got hit by a car, which only gave the crow the advantage. Oh no. And then, yeah, the crow started like mucking his barn. <laughs> and then my partner's like, he calls me on his phone. He's like, can you bring a box down and like some work gloves? And he doesn't, he, now at this point, he doesn't say, I'm trying to save the life of a bird. He just like casually mentions it. So I'm like, yeah, sure. Make a sandwich. Take my time. <laughs> like slowly moseying out of the house. And then I see what can only be described as like bird carnage across the street from us. And yeah, so he he has a thing against crows, but I'm, I'm so cool with the crow. Like they're cool them. birds. They are. It's, I think they're so neat. Like, it sounds like I this... would want to have a problem with them. There, um, there's like a family of them that live um, about a block down from me. And if you walk under that tree, they just scream bloody murder at you until you're like away from the tree. So I don't know if they have like a nest or they're just angry, but it's every single time they just scream bloody murder and then they're fine. You're actually just saying hello. <laughs> Maybe, but I'm like, this sounds violent. <laughs> like, let me walk really fast. <laughs> Like when like you can look up and see them clear as day, and I'm like, what is wrong with you? Like, I'm just walking. <laughs> one of them was too aggressive one day and scared you away, and now they're all yelling like, wait, wait, don't leave, don't leave. Like honestly, like I'm just like, you guys are crazy. Like why are you screaming? <laughs> you can stop now. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> but yeah, I haven't I haven't seen them in a while. But I was tempted to like start bringing them things. But I'm like, then I'm gonna have to come back here every day. And what if they just get really upset and attack me? Like, so maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see. Um, Laura Keating asked, Razzalum or Dazzalum? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm too clumsy to dazzle, so we're going to go with Razzalum. <laughs> 
<laughs> I have no context. I don't think anybody does. I mean, nope. it's right there, Razzlem or Dazzlem. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, yeah, okay. <laughs> Razzling sounds simpler. <laughs> yeah, I lack the coordination for a good Dazzle, but a Razzle, now you've got me there. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love it. I think I might just be too lazy to dazzle, so. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to see that. <laughs> but think- the person on the podcast who's also side-eating chips, like, quietly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, too, might be a little bit on the, the less, you know, effort-given side. <laughs> I like that side the most. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I, they both sound like they're going to take way too much effort for me. <laughs> <laughs> Damien's like neither by. <laughs> yeah, neither. Just let him walk by. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's see him. Becca Lugol asked, if you broke into the zoo to release the animals, what is the first animal you'd release? Oh man. Oh gee, you know, that's that's a good question. Nothing that would eat me is the first part of that answer. <laughs> I am not athletic, <laughs> so I could not outrun anything that can kill me. Um, I don't, I mean, I guess it depends on on your zoos. There's like an eco-museum not too far from where I live. Well, kind of, well, it's kind of far actually from where I live. <laughs> and they have a lot of like local-ish Canadian animals. So like probably the beavers, because they seem pretty cool. They seem pretty chill. Yeah. Because like they just like waddle right past you like, thanks. <laughs> yeah i mean i feel like they could like they could bite you and like take a chunk out of you because like beavers are nuts but i, I just feel like in this situation we'd be cool <laughs> like It'd give you I'm, a not, I'm not in the way of the water <laughs> i'm not guarding any trees it'll just give you a pass it'll just go well okay yeah <laughs> just like a slight nod while it's just like eyeing you down like but next time i see you <laughs> Plus, like, maybe the beavers on their way out would, like, feel compelled to, like, bite through the enclosures of other animals, I guess. Maybe. I don't know. Oh, yeah. They could do that. Yeah. I mean, if we're trying to free all of them, I feel like they might be the most useful with it. Monkeys scare the fuck out of me. So, like, I would give them a hard pass. Yeah. I'm not even even looking at it. I'm just walking right past it. I'm, like, on my phone texting as I pass the enclosure. Like, ooh, sorry. I'm like, you have Mm. thumbs. Figure it out yourself. Yeah. (laughs) I'm out of here. (laughs) like i might my when i thought about this question i was like oh immediately lions and i was like what and then get mauled right after yeah. no thank you <laughs> i was like no thanks <laughs> my, heart you really says, in? my heart says manatees but then i'm like wait if i free them where are they gonna go yeah yeah so i can't really go with like aquatic animals i don't mm-hmm. know See, it's why I was like, it's why I specifically was like the eco museum because it's like local ish animals. They're at least like native to to Canada and Quebec, so I was like, they'll they'll find a home somewhere, you know. Yeah, I, that's such a like where I live. That's such a touchy subject because like thinking about releasing animals from anything because I, I live like an hour and a half from Zanesville, and there was this big like private zoo there. And the guy committed suicide and let all of his animals out of the cages. Oh. oh. So there was, like, lions and, like, monkeys and stuff just, like, running around Zanesville. Huh. Wow. So it's like I'm kind of... A day. So I'm like, no, I don't want to do this. (laughs) 
I'm, I'm like one of those people who's like super against zoos. Like I hate like zoos and aquariums. Like I get like really upset at the idea of them. But then like the idea of also freeing the animals from them, I'm like, in minus 40 degree weather, like that probably won't go so well for anybody either. So, yeah, that's true. We just took a fun question and made it not I fun. Know. <laughs> 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 You're welcome. I mean, we have an apology you- too. <laughs> Except the monkeys. We're not apologizing to the monkeys. <laughs> nope. Like I said, figure it out. You have thumbs. I don't, I don't have a problem with the monkeys. Actually, they might be the best ones to let out first because with their thumbs, they could help you let everybody else out. I don't want its help. <laughs> yeah, not at all. Like, it's, it's good, man. <laughs> Where's CJ like, to fine. tell us about that monkey that, like, or gorilla? Was it that, like, remember we were talking about that? How he kept getting out? What was his name? Oh, I don't remember what his name was, but I remember let's him just, saying that. Let's just pause so CJ can tell us real quick. Okay. Thanks, CJ. Yeah, cool. I remember that. <laughs> and you know what's funny is he said in, a, in his episode, he said that when he's in the car, he likes to try to answer the questions that we ask. So I just know, I know that as soon as he hears that, he's going to name it he's out loud in the it. car. I just know he's it. Say it. <laughs> I'll get a text and- message. <laughs> Yes, and CJ, when you listen to this, I need you to tweet and tell me that you, in fact, answered the question in your car. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's see. Moving on. April Yates asked, uh, which of the biblically accurate genitalia is more fun to draw? (laughs) (laughs) So far, I'm having, like, the most fun with, like, Pustiel, because, like, that's the one that most people requested. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but Dicarus has also proven to be quite interesting. <laughs> Where do I begin? <laughs> what is it? I, I think you need to clarify what that is, what those are. Dicarous. We'll not be taking questions at this. <laughs> so, okay, so, so Ghost Record Press is um, releasing their anthology, uh, Les Petits Morts, and they were like doing a crowdfunding um, like campaign for it. And I was like, like, oh my God, I just like slapped my mic. <laughs> the coordination, right? This is why I chose Razzle. <laughs> um, <laughs> but they, they had like a, a Kickstarter for it, which was, I believe is fully backed. And like they've even hit like most of their stretch goals is my understanding. Um, but I was trying to like generate some interest in it because I think they're a fantastic publisher and I'm not talking about my books just in general. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and I was like, what can I do to try to like get some interest and like help out in my own way? So I asked Antonia if I could like tweet something and she was like, yeah, okay, it's, it's fine, but I'm going to have to explain this (laughs) to other people. And I was like, for anybody who makes a donation of, I think it was like, I want to say it was like $60 or more, I believe, if memory serves me right. I was like, I will draw you a biblically accurate genital. I do remember saying that. <laughs> I thought like no one was going to like take me up on this offer. And I was like, it wasn't like an empty offer, but I was like, I doubt anyone, like maybe one or two people might. And then like a surprising number of people were like, yes, I'd like you to draw a biblically accurate pussy, please. <laughs> and I was like, Excellent. <laughs> it's going to steer back into your soul as you stare into it. <laughs> so I currently have like a bunch of like rough sketches because I ended up getting sick with COVID in July. So all of my drawings have been like backed up a bit. So I'm like working on them this month, like finally. 
but I just have like a bunch of like really rogue <laughs> sketchy sketches of like winged genitals <laughs> and like eight-faced penises. <laughs> I'm like, these are some weird choices I've made in my life. I like this is the best conversation I think we've ever had. <laughs> yeah, that was that was great. I, I feel like exclusively like ready to do this too because like so like very few people kind of know well not very few people know this but like I just don't talk about it like openly but I used to do like I was a tattoo apprentice for a while so I like did drawings and illustrations and stuff and then I also do like a very spicy job <laughs> in adult entertainment right now so I was like this this is the sweet spot this is what I've worked for for 30 years <laughs> this one moment in time <laughs> it's like a perfect mix of like both your worlds <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was it's very weird I find it like essentially weird that like on my on my twitter account I'm like too afraid to swear because I used to work at a college and I'm like don't want to be a bad influence but then I'm just like yeah I'll draw you a pussy <laughs> so like you know it's all about balance <laughs> <laughs> really picking my battles here. <laughs> that See, is cock so on the internet, never. But we'll draw you one—an <laughs> army of dick dragons. <laughs> dick dragons. That's my next collection. How dare you ruin it? <laughs> dragons. Oh. Okay, let's see. Uh, Tim McGregor asked, "Beside you, who else knows where all the bodies are buried?" <laughs> and as I told him on Twitter, I can't legally answer that question. <laughs> so <laughs> you have to beat that answer out of me. <laughs> They're in the cave with Loch Ness. <laughs> I get the feeling that if you just look for a gravestone with biblically accurate dicks on it, you'll find it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, You're why like, does this tit have eyes? <laughs> I found it. <laughs> I found it. <laughs> I just see like this map, just all like like these like locations like circle that you need to visit where there's just like all these different headstones of all of this different genitalia. <laughs> so you find the right one. <laughs> well the headstones are also laid out in such a fashion as to create a biblically accurate, <laughs> you know, dick. <laughs> when they look at it from space, they're all confused and somewhat aroused, but they're not sure why. <laughs> <laughs> one day like 200 years from now they're gonna look back on us and be like what was wrong with this group of people <laughs> all of them they're just gonna find like the biblically accurate genitals and be like so this kid is why we don't go into <laughs> to public education <laughs> right. that's why we all live in space now <laughs> that's why earth was abandoned <laughs> Christina asks, would you rather swim in a pool full of ketchup or mayo? Yes, uh, neither. neither. <laughs> no. <laughs> I guess if I actually had to choose, I'm going to say mayo because my understanding is it makes a great hair mask, whereas ketchup does not. So that is... Yeah, that's so funny because that's literally what Christina said yesterday when we had the same conversation. She yep. was like, "It's supposed to be really good for your hair and your skin." And I was that's like, it. "No, no." <laughs> Which that episode, I guess that episode would be technically last week to whoever's listening to it. Now. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, last week <laughs> we're always in this weird future spot. And I can never get it yeah. right. <laughs> so strange. <laughs> yeah, I was like, no, like. 
I, I, uh, I cannot imagine like actually having to like bathe in mayo. I would die. <laughs> Ketchup too, but like especially mayo. <laughs> I stand by what I said that you would drown in either because you couldn't swim. Yeah, you just like become just, oh, yeah. like covered by it. And I feel like mayo, like the more you tried to get out, the more you just get sucked down. Yeah. Okay, but here's the thing though. I feel like ketchup, you might be able to actually swim in it because let's all remember that ketchup has like, you know, maybe one fourth of the bottle is ketchup and the rest is that disgusting tomato water that like comes out with the least expected. I had that happen to me. Like, I don't really like mustard, but I'll eat it occasionally. And the last time I went to eat mustard, that happened. And I had I'm never done. had that happen before. And I was like, never again. Never I can't. Again. Mustard's already nasty. I was like, enough. I will you never eat mustard again. That. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's gross. <laughs> it, it honestly is disgusting. But I, I am going to maintain that, like, if you did have to swim in ketchup or mayo, I would prefer mayo for the benefits. But if I had to choose one, like, strategically i guess maybe now i'm switching my answer to ketchup because most of the ketchup will sink to the bottom of the pool and then you have like that top bit of the pool that disgusting tomato water that you could probably stay buoyant in right maybe oh yeah maybe maybe it'll just like separate yeah like you said. that's what i'm thinking you know yeah or, or like your foot catches the tomato like the ketchup underneath and it just sucks you down into it because it's so thick or you get to walk on top of it um, uh oh yeah, right? No, I'm changing my answer to ketchup. <laughs> Fuck the hair mask. I want to live. <laughs> Do you think Jesus would have been able to walk across a pool filled with ketchup? I mean, I yeah. Mean, if, it, if he managed water, why not? I don't know. I don't think like any condiment would be off limits. He's not, <laughs> he's not really around to ask right now. <laughs> Send out a prayer. Maybe <laughs> Do a math. <laughs> You start waking up with all these signs, like, oh, you start eating ketchup everywhere. <laughs> Can you just, like, imagine the poor guy if, like, somebody asked him that, and he's like, you want me to what? <laughs> Fucking pardon? Right? Pardon? If, the rapture, if the rapture occurs in my lifetime, <laughs> yeah. if that actually turns out to be a thing, like, that's, I, like, he's going to be like, why aren't you bowing? I have one question. <laughs> like, yeah. Let me ask this, <laughs> and then I'll do whatever you want. Yeah, like I'm a staunch atheist, but if I, had, you know, if, if that ever happened, I'm face to face. I'd be like, uh, "Hey, sorry to bother, but just quick question." <laughs> like my my grandmother's a pastor, and she used to say, "Like, oh, when you die, like all of life's mysteries will, like, you know, that you'll, you'll get to know everything and anything that you ever want. Like, nothing's off limits." That is the first thing I want to know. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> I'm gonna be like barbecue sauce. Mayo. Ketchup. <laughs> exactly. My two questions will be like, which condiment can't you walk on? And exactly where the fuck much, is Bigfoot? <laughs> exactly how much of the condiment has to be water and how much, <laughs> what's the percentage that Bigfoot can walk across? <laughs> yeah. Is the surface tension high for him? Lower? Like, I just need to know these things. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, yeah, like, is he more, is he more monkey or man? Is he part man? What is he? Yeah. <laughs> like, I have so many questions. <laughs> Interdimensions, are they real? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just picturing, like, Bigfoot, like, Doctor Stranging it in the woods, you know? <laughs> like, opening a portal. <laughs> That's what he does. 
you have there's a picture there's totally a picture from skinwalker ranch where he's doing that where he's like coming out of a portal oh my god oh my god speaking of skinwalker ranch have you seen that documentary on oh i know damien you don't have netflix but have you seen that documentary on netflix about it it's newish anybody i don't even know what we're talking about it's, it's a Skinwalker Ranch documentary that just came out on Netflix a couple weeks ago. No, I need to watch it though. I'll it's, have to. It's so cringy. Watch it. <laughs> it's so cringy. It's so cringy. I couldn't get to the second episode. Oh no! Oh, no. Like it was like I was so stoked because I was like, "Oh, Skinwalker Ranch!" Like we're gonna, you know, we're gonna see some things. And like the maybe like the first fifteen minutes was literally like the owner of Skinwalker Ranch, and he's like in a business suit. He's sitting at like a board meeting table, and then he gets in his really really expensive car and drives to his really really expensive helicopter. And I was like, "What is this?" <laughs> oh like, yeah, what, what is, is his name? Is this ranch thing? <laughs> what is his name? Oh man, if you'd asked me that, like. Any time other than now, I could tell you what his name is. But he, yeah, he's super rich and he bought it just to study paranormal activity. And like one of his things is that he's like really big and like says that he's never used email or sent an email. And it's like, why is, is it Brandon like weird... Fugle? Is that him? No. Oh. It's like weird flex, but okay. Let me. Bob. Oh, Bob. It's right there. It Bob something. Hold on. Oh. Listen, oh, I sound like someone's someone's southern grandma. <laughs> oh. I was just thinking that. Oh, oh, fiddle. Uh, no, it's not Brandon Fugle. It's um, yeah, that's Bob Bigelow. Bob Bigelow. He doesn't own it oh, anymore. Okay, yeah, because this is Brandon Fugle, a uh, real estate mogul, purchased Skinwalker Ranch in 2016. Yeah, Bob Bigelow is who I'm talking about. He used to own it. That must be who he bought it from was Bob Bigelow. Okay, yeah, I was wa- I was like, like I said, I thought it was going to be like really cool and spooky. And like when they get there, it's okay. But like, I was like this, like, you really have to show us that you're in a board meeting with your really expensive car and your helicopter to get to Skinwalker Ranch. And there's like, I'll show you his watch. I'm like, just get there, please. I don't care about you. <laughs> I want to see something paranormal. <laughs> well, yes, they have to be like, look how rich I am before you, before I like show you how kind of insane I am. This is why I own it and you don't. <laughs> But I really like hoping one day he like, I don't know, open like a bed and breakfast. I'll be there. <laughs> like, I would love to spend the night. I'll sleep outside. You don't <laughs> believe in it. You don't believe in any of it. So what's it matter to you? But that's why. Like, I'm going with my headlamp and a notebook. I don't know why I'm taking a notebook at start, but a notebook and <laughs> my phone. <laughs> what, what, what else are you going to have Bigfoot sign if you see him? <laughs> Exactly. I mean, your tits, I guess, technically. <laughs> <laughs> it's your big foot, sir. <laughs> I forgot my notebooks and my jugs. <laughs> I just Darn, pictured see the paper. I just, I just pictured that happening and him just slowly walking away. Like, oh, I'm good. <laughs> he just walks right back into another dimension. <laughs> He, like, walks backward, like, slowly out of the room. <laughs> just, like, a piece of, just, like, a tear, like, opens up in the universe. He just walks in it. <laughs> His parting words are, make better choices. <laughs> <laughs> this, and this is why I hide. <laughs> the wisdom. 
There's so much wisdom. He's like, I can't wait to come back out in the world and introduce myself to people. Mr. Bigfoot, sign my tits. I'm good, actually. No. I take it back. I'll wait another hundred years. He's like, this generation, also disappointing. Yeah. I have made a mistake. Yep, things just keep getting worse. <laughs> Poor guy. It's probably why he hides. He's just watching all of yeah. our life choices. He's listening to the podcast right now. He's like, it's still not time to come back. This is the only yeah. pod this is like the only podcast that shows up in his dimension for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh god, these two idiots are back. What are they talking about now? Like he has no choice. Like when it starts airing, like when it's live, it just starts playing wherever he is. <laughs> Poor guy. Poor ears. Oh, man. <laughs> okay, let's see. Uh, last question. Ray Knowles, are, you, are our matching nose rings the main reason we are friends, or is it something else? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I don't know. Poor life choices on both of our parts, I guess. Relatable. <laughs> I feel like I honestly question anyone's like judgment when they decide to be my friend. I'm like, I'm so sorry, but also you might be a bad influence. <laughs> if you're choosing me out of all the people on Twitter... <laughs> I, think the same I feel thing. like like make better choices. <laughs> That's totally me. There's a yeah. whole world out there, and you want to talk to me? <laughs> I'm like, are you sure? <laughs> like message. <laughs> I, I'm, I, I believe you've sent this this DM erroneously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I get like that too. Like someone will tag me in something, and I'm like, me? You sure? You sure you want to tell people to follow me? I don't know about that. Literally it. <laughs> like, like, you made a bad choice today. I'll be like, I, I write decent stories, but I'm a garbage fire, ma'am. You can do better. <laughs> so I don't have either of those things going for me. You know what? Actually, today, I might take back what I said. <laughs> just like, I'm just like, what do you, wait, what? Why? <laughs> Like, yeah. I draw biblically accurate genitals. Look at your choices. <laughs> you could I mean, have I guess, just... like... Uh-huh. Go, go ahead. I was going to say, we but did. at least they're, like, biblically accurate. So, like, like it's more respectable, I guess. Oh, no, it's, it's not, actually, no. <laughs> way Sounds worse. like it might be. Right, though, then again, yeah. <laughs> you haven't seen it yet. <laughs> no, I, right, you know, I took that back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get banned from Twitter for it. <laughs> when you disappear, we'll know why. <laughs> you, can, you can find me at my burner account, which is Pustiel Save Us. At no, I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, let's see. We'll move on. I'm asking everyone this question because I. I'm dying to know now after this has been the uh, topic of conversation lately. What's the weirdest food combination you enjoy? Oh, man. Okay. (laughs) It is kind of a bizarre choice in my life. (laughs) So, like, um, so I like KD, like the Kraft macaroni cheese, like the regular one. Mm -hmm. And then, like, okay, it's going to be, like, a whole process. So, like, just... (laughs) Buckle up, and I'm sorry ahead of time. Just buckle the fuck up. We're ready to go. <laughs> so, like, I usually add, like, a, a you know those, like, fake craft single, like, cheese slices? Yeah. Yeah. I will, like, throw it into the mac and cheese, which already sounds totally normal, but also kind of gross, right? Mm-hmm. And then I'll, like, add hot sauce to it. And then, and this is where it gets unhinged, I will drizzle that with honey. 
Oh, um, yeah. See, it was like, oh, this is – I guess I can understand how you would palette that together. And then you put the honey and you're like, get the fuck out. Just stop. Well, <laughs> Down I the kitchen. Done. Is that was, worse than my Alfredo barbecue sauce? Yes. I, and, I, and I'll tell and I'll tell I've got to tell you it was worse as soon as she said she was mixing in the slices of cheese. Yeah, <laughs> like they're disgusting, but for some reason when I put them in craft dinner, I'm like, yeah, no, this was meant to happen. I love craft single slices when they're on a cheeseburger or in a grilled cheese sandwich. Other than that, no, thank you. Yeah, I, by themselves. Oh. Oh, you're a monster. Even, even I know. I'm like, Kira, God. Oh <laughs> when, I was, God. when I was a little kid, I used to, my mom would drop me off at my grandmother's on her way to work on a Tuesday because my grandmother had a VCR so she could record wrestling for Monday night for me. And I would like sit there at like seven in the morning watching wrestling before I had to go to school. And I remember one morning I was hungry and I really wanted fish sticks. But I also really wanted cheese. So oh, my no. grandmother cooked fish sticks in the oven. Oh, no. And oh, put no. slices of cheese on I the fish I hate where sticks. this went and I knew no. it was going. And, no. and it is the nastiest thing that I've ever I'm made. trying to, like, imagine what that smells like. And I just, oh, I, can't, I can't. Like, I can't even, like, I, try to come I, up with it. Like, Sir, it is 7 a.m. Like, I was, <laughs> I was sitting there eating that and, like, just watching wrestling. So now every time I hear certain wrestling theme songs, all I can think about is the taste of that. And I ate, like, at least 10 of them before, like, you know when you're super hungry, things that aren't good are kind of like, yeah, yeah 10. It's 10. Maybe more. Oh, my God. Oh, no. But, you know, like, when you're really super hungry. But it's never coming out now. Nope, never. (laughs) You just, like, eat something and you're like, that's that's okay. Yeah, I can eat that. And then you start getting not hungry and you're like, oh, that's disgusting. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. It's the same thing if you, like, get high and you, like, need to eat food and you don't have anything. And you're just like, yes, ketchup on toast makes sense right now. (laughs) That's so true. I I mentioned in one of our episodes that there was like I really found out that I like um hot Cheetos with chocolate syrup, like you'd put on ice cream. Yeah. And I found that out by being really high. (laughs) That's exactly how this crab dinner meal came about. Only for some reason like stuck the landing when I was sober too. Same. That happened to me too. It it turned out that I in fact actually did like it. Yeah. I've also for like some reason become like, hey, you know, you know the movie Elf with like Will Ferrell and how he's like puts maple syrup on everything? Yeah. I have like become the bad Canadian that like does this stereotype now where it's like sometimes I like chicken nuggets with honey. Like that feels like a really normal thing. Oh, I eat that. Yeah, that's normal. If I'm out of honey, I'm like, you know what's even better? Maple syrup. Don't do it. Chicken with maple. I do, it's delicious, but also awful. But you know what? I I I guess in the I'm not Canadian, but maybe because I um I like um like roasted potatoes with syrup on them. Oh, so good, so good, so good. I mean, yeah. because like if you think about it, if you eat breakfast, sometimes if you have pancakes and eggs, you know, like at a diner or whatever, oh, yeah. it all comes on the same plate. So sometimes the syrup just gets mixed in the other things. So one day I was like, what if I just put it directly on the potatoes? Yeah, what are you cut out the middleman? Yeah. <laughs> 
absolutely amazing. And it's nice because it's like that savory sweet. Like I'm the kind oh, of yeah. person where like if I eat, then right away I'm like, oh, I want something sweet where it just like it balances it out perfectly. I don't mean something sweet after. Oh, yeah. so, I'm like so a, a real big fiend of anything that's like sweet with hot sauce in it. So like I will like put hot sauce on those breakfast potatoes and then I will put syrup on top of it. Or like if I'm making like <laughs> roast vegetable, like roast me- like vegetable with like a slight maple glaze on it. Like I maple glaze everything. Like it's it's awful. <laughs> but I it's think I'm okay. Time. I'm okay with this. At first I wasn't, but then I thought about chicken and waffles and was like, wait, yeah, right, there you go. yeah. It, 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 I think it's because it's not like overly sweet. It's just enough to like give it something extra. That's exactly yeah. You don't want to like drown the hoe, but like you you know you you want to put that maple on there. <laughs> 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 you know. I guess now. I guess now maybe we'll take you syrupously. Get oh out. My God. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I quit. <laughs> I just took my hands up. <laughs> Let's strike one. Let's strike one. Well, luckily this thing's almost wrapped up, so I don't have to worry about getting the strike two or three, probably. <laughs> Yeah, the the food combinations have been like quite a topic just because like I'm so fascinated like to hear now what people will eat in their spare time when no one's watching. I'm like, tell me all your weird stuff. Where did this yeah, start? Like, I, I look like an absolute like just nightmare fiend because like my poor partner will like be doing something in another room, not realize that I have like made food for myself. And then he sees me and I'm like a feral raccoon in the kitchen with like maple syrup and honey and hot sauce and craft dinner. And he's like, I need a young priest and an old priest like... <laughs> yeah i don't know where this began honestly like i'm not sure episode, episode three with sabrina i think is the first time you asked oh you know what maybe you're right yeah because it was just one of those weird questions i found online and then it just stuck because i'm like wait hold on this is opening up some weird conversations <laughs> and then also now i'm like I, I i don't have syrup but next time i go to the grocery store i'm buying syrup <laughs> and potatoes and somehow Father Karras made his way into this episode, too. He did. Father Karras is back. <laughs> we know how I feel about that, shamefully. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have a question, Damien? Yeah, okay. So my question is, what is your favorite Smallville episode? Oh, get out of here. <laughs> you get the fuck out of this conversation. <laughs> I've never seen Smallville. <laughs> oh man i don't like okay so like, i have very strong feelings about this show <laughs> oh, <my> <laughs> uh, none of them <laughs> none of them are my favorite episodes uh, <laughs> yeah. finally shuddered and died <laughs> I, i'm sorry jamie i tried <laughs> We recorded with Christina yesterday, NW Reader, and he asked that question, and she was like, I've never seen it. And me and Kira both at the same time almost went, yeah, never watched it. And it was just like this awkward, like, huh, well, all right. (laughs) Okay, so here's, here's my thing. If I had to give a serious answer, and I absolutely forget the name of the episode, but there's this one where, like, I think it was actually advertised on like the front cover of season one where he like Clark Kent ends up in a cornfield and there's like a 
I want to say it's Lana Lang's like kryptonite necklace ends up on him and that's why he can't fight the school bully and like escape this cornfield weird scarecrow situation. I remember that one being decent. I actually like the first like I want to say like four seasons of Smallville. But my issue with the show, and I, I cannot believe I'm talking about this goddamn show again. <laughs> God damn it. Is like, I felt like none of the issues got resolved. Like, it started off like, oh no, there's, you know, a weird meteor freak of the week situation, which, like, okay, fine. Like, a lot of, you know, shows like Supernatural did that, where it was like monster of the week type thing. And, like, okay, that's fine. But then they, like, <laughs> never addressed anything. There would always be just like a new villain or like, a new thing that LexCorp is doing or like a new thing that's like terrible in Smallville. And it just kind of felt like all of the other issues never got addressed. And I'm like, are we just cool with these things building up and just letting them continue in Smallville? <laughs> There's a nuclear reactor, guys, but I guess the prom is an issue. All right. Like, the, <laughs> the prom is such an issue. <laughs> what will I wear? It's <laughs> so true. They do that though. And like those, um, those like, I guess, like, I don't know what you call them, but like shows that are based around like high school and stuff is they always have like the prom or like a school dance to be like a bigger issue than anything else going on. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like eventually they stop going to school and like, I think they go to college, I want to say is like a plot point. Like I could be misremembering. I know at one point, like Clark Kent is working for the Daily Planet and there's like all this drama and stuff going on. So like they do like leave high school and like have just like regular ordinary lives beyond that but it still just felt like this you know interpersonal drama was like always trumping whatever like giant issue was happening or another giant issue would like supersede the one before it so it's like sure the nuclear reactor is going to explode but now there's a bomb oh god wait no there's a car accident oh geez she doesn't like me anymore and then you're just like okay cool but that nuclear reactor that was like still going off uh <laughs> From four weeks ago, are we not concerned anymore? Yeah. No? It fixed itself? Okay. There's there's an Aquaman comic where Aquaman and Mara go to his high school reunion. No, thank you. <laughs> isn't that the worst? Isn't that the worst comic angle? Like, and it was it's part of the new fifty two, so it's like newer, and you're just like, wait, why? <laughs> I mean, not to bring this back to turtles. <laughs> <laughs> a full circle here <laughs> but like my partner as i mentioned is a huge fan of like tmnt and he actually stopped reading the comics like he was following them like religiously and then he was telling me the other day that like he had stopped reading the last like i don't i don't know how long ago this was this might have been like a couple months ago i want to say or like later last year but he basically stopped reading them because it became this thing where like I think it was like half of New York or something got also turned into mutants and it stopped being a matter of like being ninjas and like fighting things and became a matter of like, guys, the crops this week at the community garden are failing <laughs> or there's a <laughs> battle of the bands happening. And there was like a literal entire episode of like battle of the bands. Oh, it was just no. like a very confusing, like pivot <laughs> in, in tone. <laughs> it was a very yeah. confusing time to be a turtle. Especially for the soft shells. <laughs> well, honestly, I feel like the soft shell turtles are like, this is our time to shine. Community garden. <laughs> We're on. Like maybe that's where they should be. <laughs> What's, what is that noise? The turtles. <laughs> Why does this keep happening on our podcast with this random noise? I have no idea. <laughs> 
Does anybody have any idea what that was? <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry, my stomach's acting up again. <laughs> when it does that. <laughs> I am Crypt Keeper Kyle. And I'm here to tell you that because you don't know how to plan a podcast, I have used your <laughs> podcast to borrow stories from the writers who have been on the podcast. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> I don't know where, where that came from or why you're a zero out of ten, but why? This I'm ad very, sucks. <laughs> I'm very concerned about. <laughs> I'm very concerned about this crypt keeper Kyle, where he keeps coming from. <laughs> this ad sucks. <laughs> <laughs> that was the. We should have practiced that. That was horrible. There's no I, take- I have a brother named Kyle, so I'm just like picturing my like six foot ginger brother just staring at me. <laughs> there's, there's no take back, Ski. So anyway. <laughs> Yes, there is a new anthology book out called A3B Halloween, and there are authors in it that have been on the podcast. It will be on social media because this commercial failed. Caitlin is going to be in it as well. Goodbye. I can't wait. That was awful. I'm like crying. That gimmick. I worked at that gimmick for weeks for it to fall so miserably because I could. I should have just recorded it. Oh my god. How embarrassing. Oh my god. I mean, like, do we expect this to go any other way, honestly? Nope. We planned that gimmick for so long and had that laugh. And I was like, no, it'll be okay. It won't be as embarrassing to do it as we're thinking it is. No, and that was embarrassing and sucked. I honest to God loved it so much. <laughs> I that think was, it's fun. That was the worst thing I've ever done. And well, until the Halloween episode, I guess. <laughs> right. There's there's more. Did I lose everybody? No. Nope. We're here. We're here. Oh. I thought I lost everybody. I'm not pressing that button. My grip keeper Kyle. <laughs> I just feel embarrassed now. I'm feeling slightly sheepish now because I feel like I've created content that was supposed to be funny for everyone, and now everyone's like, "Damien, you fucking idiot!" <laughs> no, anyway, we put together a book, and you can buy it on Amazon now. And during October, we're gonna have people read the stories on here as well. So I guess that was the most awkward announcement. Ever. I think it was great. I honest to God. If I wasn't in this anthology, I would still love this anthology. That advertisement really sold me on it. And Crypt Keeper Kyle is a wonderful spokesperson. Crypt, Crypt Keeper Kyle is dead and deserves to have never been born. <laughs> My next tattoo, if I can get to 3,000 followers, my next tattoo will be Crypt Keeper Kyle. Oh my god. If I can get to 3,000 followers, I'll just be him from now till I die. No, we need to get that dude as like a wavelength, like, you know, like the sound, like waves oh of god. that scream. I thought for sure. I was like, okay, at least Caitlin, Caitlin will play along. Maybe, maybe Kira will. Nope. I had to talk to myself while making a weird voice. I was waiting for like some kind of question. 
I, I was so confused because I didn't know that there was going to be more added on to it. So I was like, what are we doing? In classic, in classic bubble bath with bath style, we did not prepare and it failed. Not at all. I, I would say one. this is the opposite of a failure. This is a rousing success. And this is, now this, now this episode will live on as the one time that I regret the no take back skis. <laughs> I'm not going to oh, sleep man. at night tonight. <laughs> oh, neither will anyone who heard that scream. <laughs> oh my God. I have like never wanted like something permanently edged on my body. <laughs> like, like a QR uh, code where you can scan it and it's a bad dream. That was so, that was so embarrassing. And I thought it was not going to be that embarrassing. It shouldn't be embarrassing. It should just be like that thing you're known for now. <laughs> See, that's Yes, honey. Oh my God. Anyway. the accurate genitals. You be Kyle the Crypt Keeper. It's a beautiful, <laughs> beautiful thing. Oh my God. It's over. Tell everybody where to find you and about your books. <laughs> I'm on social media at Caitlin Marceau on, on literally all social media, I'm pretty sure. Um, otherwise, you can find me at CaitlinMarceau.ca, the website I own and never update. <laughs> it's a beautiful <laughs> place to go. Um, and if you're looking to check out my work, I have my uh, collection, Palimpsest, that came out in March. I have my novelette, Magnum Opus, that comes out on August 30th, or I guess if we're in the future, that came out on August 30th, <laughs> depending on how far in the future we're in. Uh, there's also my debut novella, This Is Where We Talk Things Out, um, which is being released by Darklit Press uh, at the end of September, which I'm so, so stoked about. Nice. Yeah. I'm excited for, for that as well. Um I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> you can find me. Yeah. You can find me on Instagram. I'm so like I'm. I'm still stuck at the whole crypt keeper. Thing. I don't want to talk about it anymore. I don't want to talk about it anymore. It was. I thought I was. I had such a clever, quirky, funny idea, and no, now I just have. Now I'm gonna get made fun of on the internet, and that's okay. No, not. I'm absolutely gonna draw a crypt keeper. Kyle is just this like bro dude. <laughs> You can find me on Instagram at uh, midnightbooks underscore and coffee and on Twitter at Kara Renee Writes. And my links are in my bios for all the things you want to look at if you feel like looking at them. <laughs> and I no longer exist. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs>